Hello, everybody. Welcome back to D&D &D 404. I am your DM, Tony. And join with me today are the other three cartoons in my Saturday morning lineup. Fellas, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself, starting with the funny Jared. Armos Vannon, checking in. Uh, you know, Saturday morning, I'm a, I'm a big Rocco's Modern Life. That's That was my jam. Ooh. Love that thing. Saw that coming, uh, and I'm not upset. That's my go-to. <laughs> yep. yep. If you uh, were part of the uh, live stream, you know what I'm talking about. Right. <laughs> and I'm Dan. I play Minus Pebble Walker of the Ivory Boulders, and I am the Shaolin Showdown Ooh. of this lineup. You know what that is? Please add me in the Discord. Shaolin Showdown and was no sick. one will at you because no one knows what that yeah. is. I know what that is. This show is and great. Alex, Raymundo. I play Drell the Ashborn, and... Um, I'm just your classic Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, dude. I mean, you can't go wrong with a little Amy Jo Johnson. You know what I'm saying? What a lineup, dude. This is a great show. Great show. Fucking loved it. Not a cartoon, but I respect the choice. It's a Saturday morning show. That's why I yeah. went with it. Because that's the only show I could remember I watched Saturday morning specifically. <laughs> Not a cartoon. The other but. ones I was thinking of were just the obvious, like Scooby-Doo. You know, love Scooby-Doo. Uh, 90s X-Men, though. Oh, God. I love 90s X-Men. 90s X-Men. 90s X-Men. Spider-Man. So my next character is based off of his 90s uh, gambit. <laughs> it's on Disney Plus now, by the way. Yes, I know. It's awesome. Fellas, welcome back to session 39. Mm, it's going to be a good one. It's going to be a good one, but you know the deal. Before we get into the recap, we got to give you the rundown. And this week's rundown is brought to you by... Alec, it's your turn, bud. You know, I want to make sure you guys all go and download Yu-Gi-Oh! Master Duel. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I was, uh, I've just been playing a lot of it recently in the past 24 hours that we recorded, you know, yesterday's episode or last week's episode. But, um, I, you know, I'm going to plug our Podbean this time. Um, I know it's not really like a social media, but it's pretty important. Um, if you guys are listening on Spotify, if you download the podbean app make a profile and go follow us on there give us a few thumbs up on our episodes super helpful and uh yeah we appreciate it also i just want to add one thing just out of curiosity if you happen to be listening to us on samsung podcasts just just let me know i'm <laughs> yeah. just curious just just let me know if you listen on samsung podcast specifically that's it that's it that's all i want to know in our last session, Minus and Drell were facing down a dragon while Armos charged blindly towards the vein of blood ore. Armos had absorbed the ore, and in a flash of red light, he caught a glimpse of what his work may be contributing to. The energy Armos had been collecting from the blood shards were withdrawn and channeled into the blue moon from your nightmares. Armos snapped back to reality and immediately passed out. Meanwhile, the dragon had taken a tactical retreat, leaving an animated breath behind to fight Drell while Minus goes to assist an unconscious Armos. After a quick puke and rally, Drell takes out the fog cloud dragon and the three continue to explore the dragon's den. We pick up with an ambush from the dragon and Minus almost falling to a mimic mimic's trap. Bar, play that intro. Let's get on with the show. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, and welcome to the world of Humbrea, featuring three first-time adventurers and one very patient DM. This is D&D &D 404. Welcome back, everybody. I just want you to know that, uh, against my own will, I am going to try Jared's method of having the cameras up. 
even though I hate seeing myself. <laughs> I think it's good. I, it's probably going to be great. It's probably going to be hopefully more fun. Hopefully more fun. Boys, we're going to pick up today's session where we left off. Minus, you had just defeated a mimic that tried to eat you after Drell had punted you over a pit where the mimic was disguised as a chest. You are stuck in this corridor with a dead mimic's body while Armos and Drell are out in the main cavern hallway face-to-face -face with the green dragon you've been fighting this entire time. And we left off on his last initiative where he once again formed this green fog cloud within his mouth and blew it out by his feet, creating another animated breath, another gaseous form of himself. We're going to go ahead and continue from the top of the round. Starting this session at initiative 21. Drell, why don't you go ahead and take your initiative, bud? Uh, fuck. It's uh, another one of these guys, huh? <laughs> I kind of look around and don't see Minus. Oh, Minus isn't here again. What a coincidence. Uh, and I'm going to go ahead and. So is it like in front of me? Because I was like up against the actual dragon right so when he when he made the animated breath he blew his gas fog right at his feet so he's like standing over it they're kind of occupying the same space at the moment i think i'm just gonna attack the main dragon i was gonna do the gaseous one but i want to try to get as much benefits from using the giant slayer as possible the gaseous dragon is like hey hey is that for rematch it's me again it's me again and he's like falling oh, at you standing on his hind one <laughs> He doesn't even like make a different one. Uh, that's an 18 to hit from the big dragon. Yeah, it hits big dragon. Yeah, that's 32 damage to the green dragon. Oh, so I don't know if you remember from last time, but this dragon was already bleeding from its mouth and was really pissed off at you uh, as you were delivering blows left and right as you deal another 32 points of damage. And as it's blowing out this breath, you run up to it and you deliver another um, was that both of your attacks? No, that was only one. You go ahead and you slash him right across the mouth and you knock one of his teeth out with this heavy hit as he's just recouping from his dragon's breath. And he, his jaw looks very messed up. Oh man, dude, yeah, you should really go see a dentist about that because your breath is also fucking gross. <laughs> you see that he's like kind of shocked where he is and he's like looking at his like giant dragon hands as he sees the blood pouring down from his uh from his maw he's like oh, oh. he's you left him speechless for a moment yeah yeah I do that a lot and uh i'm gonna go ahead and use my second attack oof that's only a 13 to hit at time that one is gonna miss as you try to take another slash at him and he kind of recoups and sl and smacks your attack away with his tail um i guess just a question can i if i wanted to i get two attacks so could i have attacked the gaseous one uh, with my second attack or does it have to be the same no no you can you can change targets with that as long as they're as long as you don't have to like move because your extra attack is not a separate attack action so if you're gonna make two attacks you're just attacking the same something in your area twice if you had to move i I would this have has to actually been debate for a while, from what I know. A lot of people say you can still move because rules is written. It's just as long as you take the action, you're allowed to take another attack. Just throw that out there. But yeah, it's I, your game. It's your game. I don't know how I would rule that because it never happened before. Um, 
I don't know if I would ever. I would do allow it, you but... to change targets. I don't know if I would allow you to move again. I think I would probably allow you. Yeah. All right. Uh, that's it for my turn. Right, meow. Right, meow. Cool. We're gonna go ahead and move to initiative sixteen, which are my boys. The dragon, looking at his bloody hands, looks at you, and you can see the steam leaving his nose and his eyes becoming more bloodshot and induced with rage. Nobody makes me bleed my own blood. And he speaks with a little bit of a lisp because he's missing a tooth now. Uh, he's like, nobody makes me bleed my own blood. Oh, this is terrible. You fool! You fool! You will not stop me! You will not stop me this day! And he is going to make three attacks against you. Boop, 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 boop. He's going to snap at you with uh, with his toothless smile now. That's a 26 for the bite. Misses. Oh, yeah, okay. You wild streams. That claw attack misses. And another 26 for a claw. You take five points of damage from its bite with an additional eight points of poison damage that's already halved. On top of that, you take an additional four points of slashing damage as it comes down with its claw. Okay, I want to use a superiority die to attack him on the missed attack. Ooh, yeah, you go ahead and repost his missed claw attack. Go for it. So I roll out of the way and uh, I just go, lunch has been canceled today due to the lack of hustle. <laughs> And I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and fucking. <laughs> oh my god, that's a not fucking twenty, no. dude. Let's no way. Shit. Go. Let's fucking wow. go. <laughs> Say goodbye to your dragon, Tony. <laughs> okay, hold on, dude. If you okay, he is not like. There's a chance. He's low. I'm gonna let you know right now, because I'll eat my fucking hat if you kill him in his turn. He, <laughs> he's low. But if you manage to do this much damage on one swing, I will be very impressed. Do it. Do you need me to math for you? You want to shout me out some numbers? I'll get the calculator oh, ready. That is 45 damage. No fucking way. No, it's not. No, yes, it's it fucking is. not. No, it's, it's fucking 20. not. 45 it's points 20. of damage. It's 45 damage, yeah. <laughs> hey, where's that hat, though? Where's that hat, though? Fuck you. Finish him, Drell. <laughs> <laughs> Holy fucking shit. Dude, he has this 32 points of health. Oh my god, dude. How many damage dice did you get to roll? Uh, so I rolled um, four D8s, four D6s, and then I also get a plus two. Uh, so yeah. I'm glad I session prepped. Holy fucking shit. And I also get to... the. So what saved me on that, though, was um, my attacking... Or my... Uh, Great weapon mastery. Yes, the great weapon mastery. Yes, I get to reroll re ones and twos. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> um, yeah. So I kind of just say that to him. Uh, you know, lunch is being canceled because he's trying to fucking eat me, and I just fucking <laughs> slash him right in the mouth, and uh, just fucking completely like sever his like, like from his mouth, his whole head in half. Oh, looks like a predator. <laughs> yeah. But I like just taking the top off, like his, you know, his skull and his eyes just flop onto the ground. You, as he comes down with his rage induced bite, he snaps at you and then he comes at you with the claw. And as he's coming up with the third attack, you roll out of the way with this vicious repost with a critical hit as you slash up through his hand up to his head essentially scalping him and he flails back 
in a ferocious roar and all this gases all this gas and fog spew out of his mouth as it begins to fill the cave and he flops back squirming and crawling for his dear life and he's whatever little life he has left in him you see that he's like trying to crawl away behind him heading back to his horde and he's just pulling himself by his one good arm and he's kicking and trying to do everything he can to get away from you he's like no 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 it's too soon it's too soon it's too soon how is he speaking right now <laughs> so by the way like he attacked like he hit him from like the corner of his mouth he has a massive head For, even with the giant slayer like it doesn't completely scalp him but he has taken severe brain damage that he's clinging on to his last thought as he's trying to uh, feebly crawl away and his movements become slower and weaker before he eventually just drops and becomes lifeless. He's like, no, 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 it's too soon. It's too soon. It's too, it's too soon. And he manages just to get a few feet as he bleh, and his tongue drips out. You see Minus walk out of the entrance of that tunnel with blood, guts, and sawdust all over him. <sighs> Did we do it, guys? Guys, uh, I, I can help now. I, I can help now. Oh, look who showed up to the party. Yeah, look who fucking showed up. <laughs> uh, I I just fought this, this chest thing by myself. <laughs> oh, I go, oh, and look what I fought by myself. And I point at the dragon. <laughs> <laughs> he peers around the corner. <sighs> he, uh, but as he says that, Drill kind of looks at Armos like, like, shut up. <laughs> Don't say anything about the fireball. <laughs> Minus also looks at Armos like, did you help? <laughs> Everything's surrounded in fire, like, and I just shrug. Yeah, I'm looking at the fire like, <laughs> uh, oh, it was, oh, it was totally, it was all Drill. With the... <laughs> See, uh, what did I say? Yeah, I forgot your uh, axe did uh, fire damage when you said uh, marmalade. How could I forget? <laughs> yep, yep, exactly. Wow. So I thought you were we... supposed to be showing up your uh, old uh, your old school bully over here, killing big beasts. And you have drill over here doing it, and Reginald starts laughing at you. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I got kicked across a chasm into a chest beast. <laughs> What was I supposed to do? He looks at Ar Reginald looks at Armos and he goes, that's like textbook personal problem, right? Am I, that's like, am I right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Oh, okay. It's like when I throw you, you know, it's kind of the same thing. Yeah, but I poof back. Yeah, it's true. You know, let me, let me, let me hear this, Reginald. Did you do anything this battle, huh? It's called emotional <laughs> support. <laughs> and he, uh, and he, uh, he I could have used that in the tunnel. <laughs> you did great, bud. You did great. <laughs> is the is the mimic like something I can chop up and bring to Novo? Is there like meat in that or? So when you go back to the mimic, oh by the way, the the foggy cloud dragon it dissipates when the dragon dies and one more thing happens when the dragon dies the as when the dragon was stumbling and fumbling and like trying to hang on to its last inch of life the cave started to rumble and youth and um almost a minute you sense that the magic in this place has completely faded 
when he drew his last breath. So that counts as two, right? With the uh, green gas thing. I'm just going to count that as two. <laughs> you hear in the distance uh, all these little scraggly uh, footsteps and voices like, Oh, God, you all know. Oh no, the big man bit the, 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 the Let's get out of here, boys. And you hear a bunch of tiny kobolds in the distance make a run for it towards the entrance of the cave. Oh, thank God. I, I, I hate you guys so much for killing the dragon this early in the session, but I'm, I'm also proud. I'm also proud. I go back to my last question about the mimic meat, by the way. So <laughs> when you go back to the mimic, you look at the, where the chest was uh, when the mimic died, and where it fell, it looks like a giant puddle of purple ooze as it's slowly dissolving. You don't see a chest there. You don't see whatever shape it took. It just looks like a purple, acidic, like a acidic purple pool of ooze. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Mimics. And that's all over me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Menis uh, looks at all the cobalt corpses, burnt corpses around the dragon, <laughs> and just goes up to Armas, is like, uh, "Nice job on those kobolds," and gives him a fist bump. You gotta blow it up too. You gotta blow yep. it up. You gotta blow it up. <laughs> um, okay. I wanna go up up the hill where the treasure was. Like, the rumbling has subsided, I'm assuming, right? The rumbling like, has subsided. Here yes. he goes and drills the fucking rat, dude, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'd like to get my loot goblin on and uh, head up there to see if all the that sweet, sweet money is still up there. And share it with my friends and uh, because we work so hard on it. I want to grab a spike off the dragon real quick and add it to the back of my... Oh, yeah. Yes, Sweet. you guys can absolutely do that. So you can go also ahead and investigate the dragon body. That's what I was about to do. Sure. What would you like to do with the dragon body? Um, like, What are you looking for with an investigation? I guess. Can I look to see if there's any like special, like sp anything special on the dragon, like like tattoo or rune wise, or is it just like a normal fucking dragon? How about when I'm walking by, I do an arcana check on the dragon to see if there's anything that would help our teammates out. I was walking by, so it was only a nine. <laughs> <laughs> so you're you're fairly confident, even with a nine, that with, you know that dragons, uh, Menace, you, you know this too. Uh, actually, because Jarell, you're from the north there, you've heard legends of dragons, so you kind of have like a good inkling about what, a, like the nature of a dragon from, from stories. You know that there's magic, there's devil magic, and there's also dragon magic and dragon magic is unique on its own so every dragon that is born till the day they die and sometimes even after death they carry this magical dragon presence with them and you know that when this thing fell it has completely gone and the dragon presence the dragon magic did not live on all right um, yeah, I think I'm gonna collect the some spikes from it for the uh, back of the giant slayer, and then I'm also gonna collect some. Uh, <laughs> it's kind of fucked up, but I'm gonna collect some meat from it <laughs> and put like a fuck ton of it and put it in my bag of holding. That way we can give it to the dude at the fucking shop. That's what, yeah. Menace is helping. <laughs> I want to take a part of its wing and give it to Reginald and be like, "Here you go, bud. Now you have eight. <laughs> Oh my god. Doesn't feel earned, but 
Yeah, I'll take it. He puts it in his, he takes like this giant <laughs> part of the wing that you cut off from him. He puts it in his little backpack and he starts gnawing on some of the meat. I've never had dragon before. This is, uh, it's a little gamey. Can I take some of the dragon wing and fashion mini dragon wings like coming out from the underside of the backpack? Uh, yes. <laughs> are, are you trying to give it like purpose, like, like a practical or just for show? Like, could, if I do a good enough check, if it's good enough, could could Reginald glide? <laughs> uh, give me a uh, motherfucking. I don't even know what. Motherfucking. Uh, give me a sleight of hand. Do you have a any tools? Of hand check. Do you have any tools that would like be uh you'd fashion clothes together? Uh, Wait, I do. I do somewhere. Hold on. I can help you. <laughs> <laughs> what tools do you have? I think I have a thread or needle or something. Armos fumbles around in his backpack looking to for something to help. If you don't have any tools, Armos, uh, Minish, just go ahead and give me a... You know, my Aunt Dory did teach Drell how to, you know, sew his own clothes because they lived up on a mountain and stuff and they didn't have stores, so... I feel like I could help with this. You're going to make me two checks if you don't have any tools for this. You're going to make me a nature check and then you're going to make me a um, sleight of hand check. The nature check is to see if you can grab the materials necessary from the dragon without breaking them too much. And then the side of hand would be crafting the garment. That's a 12. And that is a 10. <laughs> you make some wicked cosplay dragon wings <laughs> that just look kind of cool. Uh, from far away, it's like, wow, where'd you get those cool dragon wings, bro? But right. the closer you get to it, you can kind of see the hot glue and the <laughs> the, uh, the styrofoam sticking out of the edges and things like that. And it's like, it's like okay, it's, a, it's like your first time making it, but you did a solid job, solid job. Hey, Reginald puts on, whoa, look at me. I'm like a, I'm like a, a bat. And he just like, I, he flaps his arms with the I wings. I pick Reginald up above my head. I'm like, all right, let's try it out, Reginald. And I run like 10 feet and launch him. And he goes straight down into the ground. <laughs> <laughs> he just, boom. It's like a poorly made paper plane, just boom. Yes. Uh, <laughs> oh my God. That's great. Uh, but then, yeah, I, uh, I spend the rest of my time cutting out dragon meat uh, while Drell's doing his stuff. Okay. The gold. Can... Can I take a souvenir? What would you like to take, bud? Uh, his eye. <laughs> I want to make a necklace. <laughs> Go ahead and make me a nature check as you... <laughs> I have never done that. Or a hey. sleight of hand check. Sleight of hand. Oh. A sleight of hand. Okay, sleight of cool. hand for your... It was one better. <laughs> Seven! <laughs> you... You have one more shot as you completely gouge this eye as you're trying to remove it from its skull. <laughs> Another sleight of hand. Here we go. It's a 12. It's a little rough around the edges, but you manage to pull it out, but it's like, oh, gushy, and you hold it. So, like, you go to the first eye, and it's like, all right, time to make me a trinket. And you, it's like, oh, fuck that one up. Good thing he has two. And you walk over to the other side of its head, and you pull out this gushy eye that's not the cleanest job, but you have a dragon eye. Yeah. I wrap it up carefully and put it in my bag. <laughs> um, go ahead and add 10 pounds of dragon meat to your inventory. Uh, it's a modest amount of meat. It's like a nice thigh. Maybe some from its belly. Um, 
very lean creature. It wasn't like a huge, huge dragon. Uh, as you investigate, you can probably tell that as far as dragons go and as ageless as they are, this was probably one that was relatively young compared to other dragons. Drell, you take the spikes from its back and some teeth and add it to your blade. And you've significant you guys have taken enough evidence to prove that you have slayed a dragon minus dragging its actual head out of the cave with you. Yeah, I take a tooth as well. And now you guys are making your way back to its horde, correct? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Ooh. Can we look around? I see if uh I, I saw Menace really down about those flowers the drill the drill had. And I can I look and see if there's any more that we can give to him? Yeah, I think that's what he's looking for immediately as he walks to the horde. There you go. When you guys are walking back to the horde on top of this hill, you the dragon's horde was completely covered in this luscious dark green grass with all these plants growing around it. When the dragon died, it all started to decay and wilt and wither. Drell, the flower you got from your last session is still in good condition. It did not decay. <laughs> Perfect. Mine's okay. <laughs> so, boys. Boys. Minus kicks a rock. Talking as a DM to players. Because I am about to kick myself in the ass. Seeing how the session has been going so far, I'm definitely going to regret this decision. But it, I have to, as the DM, the three first-time players, I must do my due diligence and award your dragon horde correctly. Which is completely at random. You will not get any storyline weapons, storyline items here. This is how a dragon should be awarded, and it should be random. I've heard about this. <laughs> Appropriate to your character level, as described by the Dungeon Master's Guide. I'm going to need you guys to make me some rolls. Yes. First, we're going to see how much money is there. Somebody roll me 2d6. I got d6 right in front of me. Cool. I'm sorry, I lied. You're gonna roll me. I almost did. You, here, here's what you're gonna do. You're gonna roll me three d6 and then six d6 separately, and tell me what those rolls I'll are. I'll do the three. I'll you do, do the, the six. six. Yeah. Right. Okay. There six d6, correct? Three d6. Yes. Yes, and yes. Okay. That's uh, two, a five, and a five, or total of twelve. Okay, so we're gonna do. Uh, you get twelve platinum pieces. Ooh, what? Wait, is this per person? <laughs> This is total. This is total. Jeez. Armos, what did you roll on your 6d6? Uh, 23. You get 2,300 gold pieces. Drell, roll me 2d6. Uh, that's three. Three? That's 3,000 silver pieces. Now, I need two more rolls. I need two of you to roll me... I need somebody... I need two of you to roll me a d100. Well, Dan's definitely... <laughs> I was waiting. Ready, I was like, yeah. <laughs> Dan, roll me a D100. Let me know what you get. I rolled the other one. Nice. 64. It's a 64. 64. All right. We'll get back to you in just a second. Who's going to roll the other D100? I did. It's 80, 86. 86. Great. Those are high numbers. I don't know if that's good or bad, though. <laughs> We're going to start with the 64. Dan, please roll me 2D4. Oh, I got D4s, let me tell you. Got two ones. Okay. You get, you find. Unmute yourself, Jared. <laughs> you find in 
<laughs> you find in that giant pile of money, as you're going to dig through the gold, you find two art pieces, a painting and a chalice, both worth around 25 gold pieces each. Now I need you to roll me 1d4. Two. Awesome. Okay. So that is for minutes. Drell, you got an 84, uh, 86. No, 80, 86, yeah. Go ahead and roll me 3d6. Seven. You get seven gems, all worth 50 gold pieces each. Now you're going to roll me 1d4 and let me know the number you get. It's another one. So what those rolls did, the d4s tells you me what item you get off a specific table based on the d100 that you Going from Minus's, Minus, do me a favor, roll me a D100 twice. No. Jesus okay. Christ, this is the most complex. 98. Ooh. Oh, that's gotta be a good one. Hell yeah. He's smiling. It's gotta be a good one. You, you for your first item, you find a red ruby necklace chanted with magic. Yes! Love magic. Yeah. Most is thrilled. When you pick it up, you feel when you pick up this ruby red necklace, you feel a moderate amount of heat emanating from it. I'm so excited. And then a, a 32. You find a potion filled with clear liquid with a silver whirlpool swirling inside of it. All right, Drill. You're gonna roll me. I'm gonna let Jared do it. Oh, okay, Jared. Please roll me one. D100. All right. 56. You find a trident. <laughs> nice. I'm Aquaman. And etched into the trident are indeed sketches and etches of fish. Oh, it's going to go good with my horn. So you have all of this money. You are like, this is not neatly packed away. This is a bunch of chip. These are two chest spewing out with gold and platinum sitting on a mound of silver and gold with this art and weapons sticking out of it this is not something you can easily just put in your bag and just be like i'm rich now you it's a good thing i brought a cart yes you do have a cart so you do have to <laughs> lug this stuff i also have a bag of holding yeah just so you guys know 100 gold coins is about a pound the bag of holding has a maximum carry weight of 500 pounds Normally, as a DM, I wouldn't let gold be like an encumbrance thing. I know I just kind of avoid encumbrance rules. Given the amount of money that you were just awarded, you have to find a way to carry it all out of here. Well, so then I guess to make it easier, what we'll do is we'll just throw the ruby necklace. Well, I guess when you guys can put it on. Minus puts it on immediately. He's like, oh, this matches my mo. You guys do need to figure <laughs> out what these weapons do. So you do need to take some time to tune to it or study and understand the item so you can do this during a long rest and we'll just sit if when you guys take a long rest you guys can study the items and with your magical knowledge you can figure out what they do yeah i was gonna say i'm gonna probably put the gems the trident and the two paintings in the bag of holding so we don't have like a bunch of armos figure out what this potion does <laughs> like Deal. armos hand <laughs> Ooh. let's uh all right let's carry this out drill yeah i assume we put the platinum in most of the gold as much as we can in the bag as well. And then anything we can't, we're like, especially the silver, we're probably going to put on the cart, right? Actually, fuck it. We're going to put the paintings in the cart too. So we fit more gold. Um, so how much is one gold? A hundred gold weighs a pound. So it's 23 pounds. Oh, I could definitely fit all of that. 
it's 500 pounds and it's only 23 or 500 pounds and the, all the gold and platinum is only 23 well, the gold's 23 how much does each blood shard weigh and how many blood shards are in the bag as well let's just say we can make it a lot less all of a sudden. <laughs> nope we need to just you know you've Sorry. had enough blood shards for the day yeah. armos <laughs> you've damned enough souls we don't need to worry about that actually with the money I've given you, you could probably fit it into the bag of holding because I'm really bad at math. I thought it'd be a lot more. All right. Hold Sick. the bag. <laughs> Wait, no, I'll hold the bag. <laughs> you no, poor. I'm I'm definitely holding the bag and I look at oh, Armos. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> no, hold the bag so I can pour the gold. The three of you gather up all these new jewels and items and your fresh new dragon horde and you tuck it away and this bag of holding that seems to have an infinite void of space suddenly seems full to the brim uh and it kind of even feels tight when you cinch it up and stow it away onto your cart you guys are in this dark cave you guys can finish exploring it or leave it is completely up to you uh is that jobol the kobol can i shout out and see if he is still around any kobolds around, Jobo? No? Hello? After a few moments, you do not get an answer. Were you guys ready to get out of here or what? Yeah, I think it's time we get out of this cave. Yeah, I could uh, definitely use a rest. So the three of you walk out of the dragon's den from loud rumbles and tremors to hush whispers to cave silence. You leave. Victorious, you head back into the forest and you start to see the sun setting. It is now approaching nighttime and late evening. Any of you guys want to just camp for the night? <laughs> Drell's like really fucking hurt. <laughs> He's like, uh, <laughs> I, I could use some, you know, some sleep. How close are we to Novo? You want a late night snack? <laughs> um, How close are we? If you want to travel to Novo's food cart, you can definitely make it there within about an hour to travel as you try to recall the path you've taken. But you're not that far from his cart. Okay. Yeah. I mean, we might as well, right? And then in the morning, we can just sell him the fucking meat. I think we sell it to him now. Well, I mean, <laughs> I assume he's going to be closed by the time we get there. Oh. It's getting dark. Oh, yeah. you might be right. Yeah, I didn't think about that. No, I always try to think I ahead. don't know uh, food cart hours. Yeah, exactly. You got to get the you got to get the app. <laughs> I think we're just going to try to make our way back to his cart, so, and then we can just sleep outside of that. As the sun begins to set, as you make it back to Nova's cart, you do sense something off, Minus, about the nature around you. You actually see dead birds in your path. Not on the way you're traveling, just like below trees and scattered various uh, around the forest. You do see some dead rabbits you also see like a de another dead wolf they all look like the corrupted version of the wolves you just fought in some way like these were when you go to look at them as you're passing through these animals look like they were eaten or killed somehow and then mutated from beyond that point similar to the wolves you fought where they have like this red crystal crystal essence scar in their forehead and like their ribs are exposed they're much larger than they're supposed to be like for the birds the like one wing is larger for the rabbits it's like their feet are abnormally big and they have large fangs and mandibles um 
uh, even the wolves have like massive heads. They look more like dire wolves in a forest. It looks like they've died first and then went under this mutation as they all seem to dissolve when you left. Heard all right, so what did you do now? This wasn't me. <laughs> don't look, Sid. Sid, don't look. Me. You see Sid like covering his hole. <laughs> you make it back to Novel's campsite. There is a roaring campfire. There's actually some patrons there. Uh, it looks like some people are setting up camp for the evening. Uh, as it looks like they have decided to stop here and rest for the night. It looks like a bunch of merchants, like people trans, um, like a bunch of merchant carts, and it looks like just raw materials. It doesn't look like they're selling anything. It looks like leathers, wood, stone. It looks like construction supplies. And you can just gather right off the bat that these are being sent from the town of Gilo or other neighboring towns to help the city of Dilmore. Because they're like trying to rebuild after everything caught on fire. Yeah, so after you take a long rest, it'll be four days since the Dilmore incident. Since you left, it'll be about a week total since uh, Dilmore fell. You go back to Novo's cart, and sure enough, he is closing up for the night. As you see, and you see all these mage hands cleaning some dishes, and the fire is still roaring. You still smell some delicious foods, and it looks like he called last rounds as he's starting to uh, make these midnight dishes and prep for tomorrow's feast. Oh, ho, ho. what's going on here? Some kind of party. Oh, adventures. He gives a big old sniff before he turns around. His belly knocks over a bunch of clean plates. As he leans out, he goes, ah, little one, back already? That was quick. Ooh, you three look. He looks at like the state the three of you are in. And like Jarrell's <laughs> messed up. Minus looks messed up. Almost looks blood. Almost is like limping because he's like exhausted. It took you double the time to get here. He goes, you three look, uh, well, for, to be frank, well seasoned. Yeah, do you, some, do you have like some uh, herbal kind of meal that'll help my buddy here? And he points to Armos. Uh, we have the high harvest puree still available. Uh, yeah, Minus, no, don't buy one from this guy. Remember, I still have one. Oh, okay. You just, you can use mine. You use mine. And I uh, give Armos my puree. Oh, ah, leftovers. Always good. Fresh is guaranteed. It's not leftovers. It's still a day of. Leftovers is more like. If you don't eat by the time when you purchase, it's considered. You told me 24 hours until the freshness goes away. I said Hasn't two days. I guaranteed freshness for two days. Don't you dare exactly. smear. So then don't it's you not, dare so it's not smear Novo's good name. And he gives you like this grin. He's like. As I'm grabbing the puree to hand to Armos, I kind of like whisper to Menace and Armos. Uh, guys, I just realized this guy's a dragonborn. We're about to sell him dragon meat. <laughs> you guys don't think he's going to be pissed about it, right? Um, just don't mention the dragon chest. I'm, I'm telling you, it's a bad thing. <laughs> I have so many questions for this dragon. <laughs> Pretty sure this guy's actually about to be pissed. Hey, uh, Nova, you're a dragonborn, right? Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, I am. Born from dragon chest. Do you like that it's called dragon chest? Do you think that's cool? Oh, I think it's great. I mean, chess is played like chess. Dragon chess is played like dragon chess. Two different Exactly. See, that's what I said, Armos. <laughs> so, uh, what about eating dragons? You like to eat dragons? Uh, I have Subtle. tasted dragon before. Very gamey. Not particularly my my go-to dish, but I have. You uh, Would you say people like to eat it, though? Uh, 
If you like gamey meat, sure, it's quite exotic. I mean, we don't see many dragons around here. So, like, if we were to try to, like, sell you 10 pounds of dragon meat, is that something <laughs> whoa, you'd be like? Whoa, 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 where did you find a dragon? And he's, like, rubbing his hands together and his mouth begins to water as he's like, ooh, a dragon? Oh, that information would have to cost you, you know? Yeah, nothing's free, remember? We try to get free food, you charged us, so... This is my you. livelihood! What? what? Exactly, How am right? I gonna get Wouldn't paid? Wouldn't you want to invest in your livelihood? How, you know, oh, how am I gonna... How are you, you going to invest spend in money me to make exposure? money? So what, you want to buy this meat or what? Ah, uh, let me see, let me see! Place it down here, let's examine the goods. And he takes out a, like, a little pocket knife, but rather than having all these... You know, like a Swiss Army knife, rather than having all these tools, it's a bunch of different magnifying glasses, all varying in size. Uh, yeah, I take out the 10 pounds worth of it, and I just put it on the table. Oh, these make great sandwiches. Ooh, yes, this is very nice. This is very nice. So he begins to, like, poke and prod at it as he begins to, like, click through with his magnifying glass, like, zoom in on the quality. He goes, oh, no doubt, no doubt, this is fine, dragon meat. It's more of a veal. I guess the, you found a youngin'? Uh, yeah, yeah, it was, uh, you know, pretty, pretty, uh, pretty young, we think. Hey, listen, it's kind of fucked up, man, but, you know, I don't, uh, Novo don't judge, Novo don't judge. I will buy your young dragon. I mean, we, we had to get out of there some way. It was not letting us out alive. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. What's the color of the dragon? Oh, green. Oh, they, they're dicks. Oh, my God, this guy was, so, I just wanted to talk to the dude, and he, he he threw this, like, crazy poison trap at me or something. Ah, uh, yes, speed poison. Yes, yeah, had a lot of traps. Uh, let me guess, he tried to lure you into dark corners and alleyways. Yeah, 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 yeah. This guy's good. Yeah, let this me guess. Guy, this guy is good. Let me guess, he had servants, too. He had a bunch of creatures doing his bidding, How did I'm you sure. know? Oh, oh, my gosh, he had all those things exactly as you're saying. Novo knows, Novo knows. This guy reminds me of the, uh... <laughs> The Atlantis movie, the mole guy, where he's like, he's got the little magnifying glass in the headlamp when he's looking at the meat. Love that character too. All right, so so what is this? How much are you willing to pay for this stuff? Ooh, let me go check the here. We got ten pounds of young dragon veal. Okay, and he goes over to his cash register, and overflow comically overflows full of gold. Catches a bunch in a bag. And he drops down a big old sack and he goes, Ah, uh, yes, I pay you 2,000 gold pieces for 10 pounds of dragon meat and free dragon sandwiches. Oh, I can't, uh, I, I don't eat meat. Uh, I'll do it. Don't worry. Cool. And I grab the <laughs> bag of gold. I feel like we're, have tons of money. Maybe we should bargain with this guy to see if we can get something else. Oh, Menace is bargaining. Hey, Novo. Ah. Those sandwiches you're making. Yeah. I want to see our names on that menu. Ah, yes. You three names will be on tomorrow's special. Yeah, the 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 DAM, the damn sandwich. Damn sandwich. Drell Armos Menace, the damn sandwich. That's not because it's not damn our names, good. But that's that that what? wouldn't technically be our names. That would just be letters. Oh. Our names start with. But in parentheses, in parentheses, da damn, then in parentheses, Drell, Minus, and Armos. Wait, how would you want it? How do you want it sp uh, spelled out, guys? I, I you, think you air want your full name, like Drell of the Ashbourne? Uh, that, that's too long for a menu. I'm long. thinking oh, the okay. damn sandwich, and then in air quotes, it has our names. Air quotes. Air yeah, quotes. It, yep, yep. Drell, 
Minus and Armos. Con no, Drell, comma. Comma. Okay. Uh, Armos, Armos, are you cool with comma, this? Is this fit minus. what you want? <laughs> you know, maybe we should get our own meals because, I mean, you could have the, the mini sliders. <laughs> mini tar sliders. Drell could have uh, the tomahawk steak. <laughs> yeah, if you make sliders out of these... That's an idea. Armos, Veggie that's a sliders. great idea. Uh, if you make you sliders, go. name them after me. <laughs> just, we're, we're just spitballing some ideas. We want our names on this menu. Ah, uh, yes, I will put you your names our on ideas. the menu. How about this? The damn dragon sliders. What if we just named it like the Neonor sucks sandwiches? Yes, oh. I love it. No, 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 no. We do not. We do not. Uh. We do not discredit heroes. <laughs> oh, the no deal. And I grabbed the... I think, <laughs> We'll sell this. We'll see how much it, if it goes for two thousand here. I'm sure it'll go for even more in the city. Wait, no, no. I want no wait. I want it on this menu, Drell. <laughs> you want? Well, I really want it on this menu. <laughs> okay, okay, fine. We'll do the damn sandwich thing. The damn dragon sandwich brought to you by heroic heroes, Drell, Minus, and Almose. And that's that's gonna go above the Hydra one, right? Well, so we are fresh out of Neck Hydra. So thank goodness. Fresh out of okay. Hydra yes. You will be tomato special. Okay, cool. So yeah, I grab the gold. I give him the ten pounds. Um, awesome. He's going to take the ten pounds of dragon meat, and he's going to start prepping. And you see him bring it over to some large pans as he begins to season and marinate it. And he puts it and stores it away. And he's as he gets ready to cook it for tomorrow's meal. Um, when you guys wake up from a long rest, you will have your sandwiches. I can't eat meat though. Don't forget. <laughs> and you just don't get sandwich. I mean, I don't, I don't understand yeah, the problem. Yeah, fair enough. I'll, I'll probably get another salad tomorrow. Another garden yeah. bowl. Yeah, I'll get one of those too. Reginald like rubs his stomach. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I mean, you know, the dragon wing is actually pretty good. I'm not going to lie. He starts eating this the, the wing again. He goes, it's hey, pretty tasty, actually. What you keep eating? It's kind of chewy. Are they like moth bites out of the wing? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So the three of you are about to take a long rest. Are you resting here for the night? Yeah, probably. Um, yeah, close to a cart, you know? Yeah, I guess we'll kind of like not exactly. Well, I guess like do any of these other patrons that are traveling look like shady or do they just look like honest folks just ask. trying to go ahead and make me an insight check. 15. I got a 12. Got a natural 20. Ooh, almost. 21, actually. These people do not look threatening. They look like commoners. They don't even, they have, some of them have like hatchets and some spears on them. Maybe some pitchforks that they would use to like fight off any animals. But these look like your run of the mill commoners. Are they all human? They are varying races. There are some half elves. There are some humans. There are some dwarfs. There's only about, there's about maybe eight other people sleeping at a campsite. They all look like they're part of the same caravan, providing aid to the town of Billmore. You hear some chattering, they're drinking, joking around themselves. They seem relatively high spirits. Um, they don't, they're keeping to themselves. They're not trying to intrude on your conversation. They're just getting ready to have, you know, hopefully a peaceful night's sleep. I want to walk over to them and uh, I'll just, you said there's eight of them. It's about eight of them scattered. What are you saying? It's a fair fight. <laughs> Put up your hands. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, no, but for real, you said there's eight of them. I'm just doing math real quick. Yeah, there's eight of them. Uh, yeah, I'm just going to walk over to them, and I'm just going to just, uh, hey, uh, you guys headed to Dillmore? You see one of the, the humans pop up, and he goes, oh, I, 
Aye, yeah, he be uh, heading to Dillamore, providing aid to the city walls. I'm, I'm Drell, man. What's your name? <laughs> ah, my name is Ettore. Ettore. Well, hey, I just wanted to say, you know, I appreciate you guys taking aid to the city. And I'm going to toss each of them 10 gold. Whoa. The you so go I'm ahead. a nice person. You give them 10 gold each, and they're looking at this gold. They're like, oh, mister, this is... So kind of you. Why? What? Why is the sudden generosity? I mean, you guys are helping other people. You know, I don't want to say I'm well off, but they're all looking at the the gold and they're like all with disbelief and they're like counting it. Making ones bite the dwarf is biting the gold to make sure it's real. It's like, Mister, this is so kind. What is? What is your name? My name is Trell of the Ashborn. Trell of the Ashborn. You hear one of them pipe up and the back guy goes. <laughs> You're the guy that took care of the bugbear problem. Oh, yep. That was me. Well, I mean, us, <laughs> technically. And I, like, turn around and I point to Menace. Ah, then you arms. must know me. And he puts his uh, fists on his uh, sides and puffs his chest out. Oh, we didn't think we'd run into you here. What have you guys been up to? Oh, I mean, everything. <laughs> uh, too much, to be fair. It's been quite a journey. Ever since the bugbear's uh, problem was handled, we just... Everything's been better. Merchants have been coming in, travelers. We've been getting an influx of visitors, uh, people traveling in and out of our town. The business is, business is booming. The city's thriving because of the three of you. You just gotta do what you gotta do sometimes. <laughs> One of the guys that recognized you runs over it. He shakes your hand with like both hands. He goes, thank you, thank you, sir. Thank you, thank you, truly. I, I finally feel safe in my own home and I don't have to worry about my family when I go out on contracts like this. Thank you, sir. Truly, truly. He like bows his head as he steps back to give you your space. All right. Well, see you guys later. And I turn around and walk away. <laughs> <laughs> you see some of the guys that just got um, all this gold. They're like trying to pull together to buy some last minute snacks because Novo does have a very expensive car, but they are absolutely loving the food and they decide to splurge and, uh, splurge and have a good feast. And, uh, and then you see some of them like pocket the gold and with hopeful good intentions hey how's frederick doing how's uh how's mr mayor ah frederick doing up yeah he's doing pretty well ever since you know things have begun good and you know when the city runs well and nobody has problems the mayor you know gets a little less roary how's duncan ah well duncan the running goblin is still up and running but i haven't seen duncan in a few days oh really yeah. well, where, did he say he was going somewhere what's what's going on no, I mean, I'm sure he takes his trips and his times off, yeah, but, um, no, he just, he stepped away from the tavern in, in, like, the last week or so. Okay, interesting. Well, we'll, uh, hopefully we see him again. Yes. Duncan can handle himself, I'm sure. Yeah, hey, uh, how do you, uh, ever meet, oh, what's that guy's name? Adelram something or other. How do you know that guy? You see that some of the people that are still in the conversation like look at each other when you mention that name and they're like, ah, yes, I mean, Adelram is the faithful Red God Captain of Gilo. Uh-huh. And uh, do you know what he's up to lately? Ah, uh, protecting the town, as all Red Gods do. Okay, well, I hope he keeps the town safe. Aye, safe for us, safe for my family, safe for everybody. Mm. And he nods his head and doesn't say anything more on the subject. 
Well, hey, it was nice meeting you all. We're going to set up camp over here. If we see you in the morning, I'll, I'll buy you another meal. How about that? Oh, it's truly a blessed night. We've never felt more safe. Yeah, and here, do me a favor. Yeah? When you get back to Dillmore, you tell Adelram that Menace said hello. <laughs> Drill, no. He's like tugging on Drill's shirt. Don't With do best no. regards. <laughs> Uh, I will not step foot to that time. Oh, no. I will not step foot to that kill test. Minus is speechless. Oh, no. <laughs> you tell him Drill said what's up, then. Just yell it from the gate. It's best to be, how do you say, under the map. Instead of over the map. Yes. I've heard of this phrase. Under the map. He writes that down as journal. People say under the map. What does it, <laughs> what does it mean? <laughs> the three of you are at this campsite. Is there anything else you would like to do after talking to this group of contractors as you settle down to take a long rest and make camp for the night? I'd like to look at some of the loot we got. <laughs> what are you doing, Drell? Yeah. So when you guys initiate your long rest, I will tell you what those items do as you begin to study in and take your nightly routines. Is that what you guys want to do as you begin the next day? Yeah. I think I think Drell's like Drell's pretty beat. He's just fucking chilling. He's gonna sleep. Mm-hmm. Armos's head is still ringing and uh, wants to get to bed. <laughs> okay. Let's start off with the potion you found. So you found, you guys found three items, a potion and two items. The potion is the potion of clairvoyance. When you drink this potion, you gain the effect of, cla of the clairvoyance spell. An eyeball bobs in yellow, yellowish liquid and vanishes when the potion is open. As you examine it, you do notice that there's an eyeball floating around in this potion vial. The trident you got is the Trident of Fish Command. This trident is a magic weapon. It has three charges. While you carry it, you can use an action to expend one charge to cast Dominate Beast with a spell save of 15. From it on a beast that has an innate swimming speed, the trident regains 1d3 expended charges daily at dawn. Proficiency with the triad allows you to add your proficiency bonus to attack rolls if you choose to make one. And that's is it only any beast? Fish? I was going to say, or is it ocean animals? Nope, it's just a spell dominate beast. It's not fish specific. The necklace is a gold chain with rubies hanging at the end of it. <clears throat> the necklace of fireballs. Yes! <laughs> yes! <laughs> oh my lanta. <laughs> Wait, did you say... Fire balls, plural, <laughs> like did. more than one. Like you're, more what you're than one. The necklace <laughs> has. So I'm gonna need you to roll for this. Has, go ahead and roll me one d six, please. Two. The necklace has five ruby beads hanging from it. You can use an action to detach a bead and throw it up to sixty feet away from you. When it reaches the end of its trajectory. The bead detonates as a third-level fireball with a spell save of 15. You can hurl multiple beans or even the whole necklace as one action. When you do so, increase the level of fireball by one for each bead beyond its first. So now we have two people chucking fireballs on our team. Yes, I this love is that. A, it has ammo, so once you chuck five of them, it's done. So cool. Yes. Yes. The potion... Is it a one-time thing? The potion is a one-time thing, yeah. And the the trident is the only thing that is permanent as it is a weapon. Hell yeah. And I spin it around. <laughs> <laughs> so, morning comes around. The sun begins to rise. And although you got back in the cart at nighttime, you still went to bed 
modestly early for adventurers and you get up at the crack of dawn. You smell the sweet aroma coming from Novo's cart as he begins to grill and and cook up this delicious dragon meat that he's given you. On the ledge of the cart, as he's cooking and ready for the day, you see three goodie bags with sandwiches inside, all containing the damn dragon sandwich. And on the menu, you see the special has changed to the damn dragon sandwich, brought to you by Drell, Armos, and Minus, heroic heroes and dragon slayers. Hell yeah. This is awesome. <laughs> hey, can I keep one of these menus, Novo? No, 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 keep the menu. They are, they have a special magic. Lamente. Uh, well, that's cool, but why can't I keep it? Don't keep the menu. And he, he takes the menu <laughs> out of your hand. <laughs> you managed to steal one Got before you leave. One. I will let you keep yeah. the menu. Yeah. <laughs> 21, so, actually. Okay. As you guys get ready, pack up your gear. You see that the contractors have already started leaving as they're trying to get back on the road as early as possible. You get the most daylight. You hear a small but unfamiliar voice approach the cart as you try to look around and you don't see anything. Eh, is there a uh, minus here? A a minus a uh, minus pebble walker? Eh? Uh, you talking to me? Is there a minus pebble walkery of the ivory boulders, soon to be king? Well, chieftain, I guess. Uh, Great! He turns around, and when you turn around, you see this small, fuzzy creature. The creature looks to be a mixture, a mix between a red panda and a raccoon. He has perked up fluffy ears, a long snoot with a raccoon-like tail with a red panda-ish body. He has black fur stripes all over him, and he looks very friendly, calming presence around him, and he has a satchel with a whole bunch of mail in it. And all across the satchel has four letters, the F-F-C-S. And he goes, ah, yes, uh, you, uh, you are minus uh, Pebble Walker, yeah? Yes, that is I. Ah, okay, and he takes out a satchel and he begins to shift through all this mail that he has and he takes out two letters. And he goes, ah, I have two letters here from for a minus Pebble Walker. Oh. That's great. Uh, who's it from? Uh, we got two letters from uh, from a mama. Ah, uh, mom. And then another from a Miranu. What? Yeah. Well, what was that second one? A Miranu. Uh, okay. And he takes both of them. So before you go to take the letters out of his hands, he goes, okay, that will be 20 gold pieces, please, to receive parcel. Do I know if that's like a common practice or not? So you don't know how he has these letters, but you see uh, you see his, like the name of the service he's from and the name of the service is FFCS and clearly stands for something. Can I do an insight check to see if he's like doing me over? <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Uh, that's a 16. You can tell that it looks like a creature trying to do its job. Never uh, had to pay for this before, but here you go. It gives him uh, 20 gold. All right, thank you. I appreciate it. What's, what's that stand for, that FFCS? Oh, yes. Uh, I am from the Far-Fetched Curious Services. Oh, uh, okay. Where mailing outposts uh, who have letters for a long period of time. 
um, well, we buy the lettuce from the post office and go out to, uh, you know, mercenaries and uh, adventurers and deliver on their behalf. And then because of the dangers and perils, we we charge for the service. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. So that must be a, that's an interesting living. I, I, I like to hustle. Well, uh, thank yes. you. Uh, what's your name? My name? My name is Ayo Tedera. Ayo? Yes. Tedera. Yes. Ayo Tedera. Ayo Tedera. Well, here's your 20 gold. And he's like adjusting his satchel. He's a very small creature. He's like even smaller than Eumenus. Looks very cute. Naked. <laughs> Naked. His feet kind of look like hands as well. He's like, well, uh... Would you like to reply with a letter for a modest fee of five gold to mail to the uh, nearest mailing outpost? Oh, yeah. Do you mind waiting a Wait. few minutes while I read this? Drell, you got something? Yeah, I was going to say, so you charge to deliver and to take mail? Uh, yes. Okay, cool. I'm just wondering. I mean, <laughs> seems like kind of take advantage. Uh, I mean, <laughs> I just humble Aotera. Mm, trying yeah, to feed I mean, many family of 24. Well, that sounds like a personal problem. Uh, the <laughs> Aotara love family very much. Yeah. All right, you wait over there. I'm uh, going to read this. I don't think it's the family you love. You know what I'm saying? And I nut elbow <laughs> armos. <laughs> um, you look at these letters and you see one from your mother. <laughs> you see one from your mother and it is just filled with joy and she's like telling you about all the food she's been making and like things that have been going around town. And she's just like, I'm so proud of you. It's full of like this lovey, gushy stuff. And she's like, I'm, she's like, I guess my, some of my letters haven't made it to you, but I hope this one finds you well. And it's just like really comforting words to you. Oh, did she send me her uh, famous, famous cookies? There is indeed package with it and it has some delicious cookies of course <laughs> you know i never actually ate the cookies that i got from the beginning of the campaign <laughs> yeah they're <laughs> just moldy sitting in your bag yeah, you just exactly. didn't have the heart <laughs> to, to eat it <laughs> the other letter that's awesome uh <laughs> go uh roll me a d4 three okay so you open this letter and it's from miranor uh-huh. And you read it in his voice, and it goes, At dear pound kick, it's your favorite bull. <sighs> your name was brought up at the monthly town meeting. Psych! Your mom's cinnamon buns cakes were so delish. She even gave me the extra she forgot to pack it to your lunchbox. See you later, loser! And it's like a bunch of E's and R's. And it has a sketch of, of like, a jacked bull and like a tiny dot and there's an arrow pointed to the big jack bull it says Miranor the best bull next chieftain and the dot <laughs> that says Minus the loser <laughs> the loser <sighs> it's gonna be okay meditation practice Melora told me to meditate and breathe Sid I wanna punch something <laughs> <laughs> you see Sid punching the air like really angrily. Me, 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 me. <laughs> Minus goes to kick a rock, but accidentally hits Sid Jr. It's like, oh, oh sorry, Sid Jr. And oh, falls oh, over. Sorry. <laughs> sorry, I'm just mad. Daddy's me, mad. Me. <laughs> the small fuzzy animal, Aotora, comes up to you. He's like, would you like to uh, respond? Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, well, first of all, I'd like to send back a letter to my mom. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And it, he just reads this like way too long thing about like, mm -hmm. mom, I love you. Uh, it's been really tough out here. You know, I miss your cooking. Uh, tell Miranor he's dumb. Uh, you know, tell Flora I say hi. Tell dad, you know, I've, I've yeah. grown yeah. into an awesome blah, 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 blah. It's just way like a whole thing. And then I just send back to Miranor. I send back a picture of me slaying a dragon. <laughs> it's like, hey, hey, dumb, dumb, dummy head. You, you guess what? I slayed a dragon. That's so much better than that dumb Hydra you, you slayed. Yeah, that's right. I was at Novo's cart. Yeah, mine was better. It was a big ad adult green dragon. <laughs> he kind of lies a bit and embellishes the story. Uh, and uh, sends him back one as well. Ashri, the Aotera. The Aotera goes, ah, yeah, okay. Two, two packages for five gold a pop. Thank you very much. Uh, I will get this delivered a sape. And he takes your letters and he takes your money and he scurries off as he runs on all fours to the nearest town. So the three of you get ready to venture out for the day. I do leave, I do leave a giant poster with Drell, Armos, and I killing a mimic and a dragon <laughs> for okay. Novo with my signature. Yes, sir. Uh, you leave a giant picture. Uh, Novo laughs at it and goes, ho, 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 very talented, tiny bird. Yes, very talented. And you three begin to go on your way. Where are the three of you heading? I think we're still headed to Lord Baron's Divider, so yeah, I think we kind of just continue up the road. Okay. You three begin to venture out back onto the road to your original desti destination. You are traveling along the Capitol Road, heading westward, a little northwest. The day goes on and nothing eventful really happens until you see a river crossing your path. On the river is a stone bridge. Next to the stone bridge are a couple of towers and what looks like to be a guardhouse. You knew this was coming up. This is one of the red guard checkpoints. It's in the middle of the day. You don't see any other travelers coming or going. You seem to be the only three travelers about to pass through this checkpoint. In the guard towers, you can clock. There are two guards looking out. Looks like they're just doing patrol. You see about two guards standing at the base of the bridge and you see um, this guardhouse that has some smoke coming out of the chimney the guardhouse looks pretty well in size i can get house uh a good amount of units all right guys so i guess you know just kind of play cool play cool uh yes i i'm a, i'm pretty pro at playing cool i was i was one of the coolest guys back at the tribe so i got this just homie. don't talk so much menace just what if, if I, okay, ask, but what, what if I if want to say hi? What if they're being really nice? Nope, nope. Only talk to them if they ask us questions. But, but that could be mm, them no, being nice, no. right? So if they ask a question nicely. Hey, was the uh, red guard nice to you when they sent the assassin after you and stabbed you? Were, were they nice then? You, no, no. So none, you can't trust them. Just can't trust them. So just answer what they uh, need. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Let's I forgot. Keep going. I, I forgot. Yeah, I'll... I'll, I'll Mm. I'll, I'll be quiet. I'll try and be quiet. <laughs> Shit, be quiet. 
God. Yeah, be quiet, Sid. Oh my gosh. Oh, so loud, Sid. Sid, shut up. <laughs> yes, yeah, Sid, shut up. Reginald, like, pipes up. <laughs> and Sid is just sitting at the back of the cart, like, kicking his feet, swinging. <laughs> I, th I like to think Sid Jr. <laughs> goes over, like, puts an arm around him. Maybe pass him on the pebble back. So the three of you are going to approach this checkpoint. Is there anything you would like to do before you approach the checkpoint? I can't go into a rage, huh? <laughs> no, I'm just I mean, if you want to go to a checkpoint really angry. No, no, I'm, I'm good. I'm, I'm just going to play cool, playing it cool. Um, I'm just going to make sure the bag that has all the blood shards is very well hidden under my cloak. Go ahead and make me a sleight of hand check as you adjust yourself as you approach. It's a five. <laughs> Wait, what'd you do again? I just hid, made sure a bag was hidden. I don't, I don't <laughs> think that's like, I'm not like, it's not obvious. It's just a bag. I'm just making sure, you know. Drell, you adjust your belongings and you stiff it up and you're trying to be on your best behavior to not stand out too much than you already do. Exactly. <laughs> The three of you approach the bridge as two guards come up. As you approach the bridge, you see somebody on the tower closest to you signal down to the guards at the base of the bridge, letting them know that there are some travelers coming by. Two guards approach you as you go to the base of the bridge in a non-threatening manner. They are wearing red guard outfits. They are wearing, they are wearing half plate armor. They have Kite, large kite shields. They have spears. They are also equipped with sheathed swords and they are wearing very sturdy visors. These guards look a little more well-kept than the ones you've seen in Gilo or in Dilmore. You do not look overworked. They look like they are alert and well-rested. Ye be still, ye be still, ye be still. Welcome travelers, welcome. You've, I see you are trying to cross the river. This is a checkpoint. Provided by the Red God, we just need to ask you a couple questions before ye travel over to the next territory. Ye understand? Uh, ye. <laughs> ah, very well, very well. You see the second guard pulls out a pen and pad, and he begins to write, uh, he begins to write some things down. Be like, ah, yeah, so we have three individuals trying to cross the river. Uh, you, where is your destination? Our destination. Uh, we're headed forward. Hi. <laughs> And he, the guard laughs a little bit as he thinks that it's pretty playful. <laughs> uh, that was some uh, minotaur humor. <clears throat> yeah, we're headed to the uh, the Ashari Mountains. Ah. Uh. <laughs> you see him and the guard like look at each other and laugh nervously. And they're like, ah. <laughs> uh. Although I don't doubt that's where you're from, big guy. Uh, that's a little bit of a trek. And uh, what business do you have in North Trillis? Uh, that's where I'm from. Headed home. See my family. My friends are coming with me. That's us. Aye, aye. Okay. I mean, for such a destination, you must have the proper paperwork to pass the divider, yeah? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I got <laughs> it. Ah, uh, ye show documents, please. And you be on Can your I way. Show can I show him the note that I had to cross it the other way? You absolutely can. So you hand him this document. You hand him this letter that Aunt Dory gave you. 
when you first set yeah. out on your journey. And he looks at it, goes, and he wasn't expecting to be handed anything. Um, and he flips it open, he begins to read, and it's about in the letter he raises his eyebrows and he goes, Ah, this is a letter to Lord Baron himself, and signed and approved. However, it only mentions you. He doesn't say anything about companions. You're saying we have this letter and you're you're questioning bringing more people? This is an official document, sir. He looks at you and he's a little taken back as you reveal your face to him and he goes, I, sir, but this document and he taps on the paper is is good for passage for one and ye are three. Well, that's why we were headed to Lord Baron's right now to get his approval to cross with my friends. But we have to go through you first. Aye, aye. Uh, well, Drill, as he reads the paperwork and he looks back at you. Oh, fuck, it has my name. Fuck. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> Drill, I, I do agree that this is... It's just... Excuse me for my candor, as, as... We don't get many traveler like you heading north, usually to town of Gilo or maybe the vineyards along the way. But not to this, well... I'm very flattered. I'm very honored to uh, see someone of your stature. And he looks at the letter again and he goes, Okay, given the approval here, and Lord Baron did sign it himself with his seal, um, I'd be happy to let you through. I just need to perform my civic duties. We just need to ask you a couple of questions and then take a look at your wares that you are bringing, making sure there is no illegal illegal items aboard and then you'll be on your way and he smiles at you and folds up the letter and he hands it back to you and Minus nods furiously trying so hard not to talk like, it's okay little one we, we are friendly here we are friendly yeah yes i ate a garden bowl this morning no it was a puree i'm sorry i lied it was a puree uh, <laughs> and he's just seeing the sweating. two guards look at each other he goes uh, I think you're going to convince Lord Baron to really bring this one north. <laughs> uh, you know, it's a work in progress. <laughs> Hi. So, please, Drell, as we know who you are, can you please introduce me to your two friends? Uh, yeah, this is <laughs> Minus. Minus Pebblewalker of the Ivory Boulders. That's right. I'm going to be chieftain someday. You probably know my father, Titus. <laughs> As he explodes, having <laughs> wanted to talk like the whole time. Hi. Hi. It's like, okay. And you see the other guard write, write down the information. And he goes, and your red fellow friend here. Wow. Why does it got to be red? Uh, <laughs> I look at Armos. I go, this is... Armos. Hi. <laughs> Yomos. And he writes down the name and he goes, okay, just a few simple questions. Are you, have you seen any dangers in your travels? Uh, well, I mean. Heading here specifically, is there anything we should be on the lookout for? No, I mean, the last thing we saw was the whole city of, you know, Dilmore catching on fire. That's why we left. Aye, aye, aye. We've had plenty of, plenty of contractor and workers going through the area heading there. Yes, truly, truly, truly a tragedy. Yeah, hey, I don't know if you noticed, but there have been a lot of, like, dead animals on the road. I, I haven't seen. 
and a lot of fires recently. It's really weird. <laughs> and uh, my last question is, and he looks at you sternly and he goes, Ye have any bloodshots in your cart? My eye twitches. And that is where we're going to end this week's <laughs> session. Uh, no. <laughs> Why would you ask that? Yeah. Of course not. What kind of people do you think we are? Six savages. Blood shards? Never heard of them. We will continue that conversation in session 40, baby. Yeah, boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Everybody, thanks for listening. Thanks for hanging out. This is a good episode. Um, did not expect you guys to kill a dragon in the first ten minutes or so. Um, <laughs> job, Joe. We did it, Nate. On his own turn, by the way. On his own turn. So, Drell, for that, I'm gonna award you an inspiration die for that amazing oh, repost. Oh, yeah. Amazing repost. And for the record, I actually even forgot to roll the superiority the superiority <laughs> die that was supposed to. I oh, always forget you. to do that. So I could have got another D8 of damage <laughs> out there. Oh, but my God. I roll, roll it. We'll roll that in the after show to see how much yeah. we got. <laughs> you, fuck you. <laughs> you fucking kill my dragon. Uh, I had so many cool plans for him, too, and so many more traps laid out. Um, uh, I will yeah. be sharing that map on uh, in the Discord. That whole dragon's map. It's a really cool map. I'm really proud of it. I put a lot of work into it. Good map. I'll be, uh, you can see it on the podcast spoilers in the Discord, which you should join, my good sir or madame. I'm staring at you through my screen. <laughs> I'm staring at you through the car speakers slash headphones. Hey, can you feel the gaze now, Mr. Krabs? <laughs> While you listen to this on Spotify, I'm staring at you. <laughs> devil vision. Nah, devil it goes, it goes forever. Does anybody have any closing remarks before we go into Who Braves Heroes? Listen, if you tell anybody about the podcast, which you will, you're allowed to tell them it's the best podcast, D&D podcast you've listened to. You're allowed to tell them it's... It's five stars after you rate it five stars, but you're not allowed to tell them that we have blood shards. Yeah. Okay, that's between you and me. Yep. Between us and you, the listener, okay? Okay. All right. I think we're good. I think we're good. And uh, don't forget, Fireball. Cast Fireball. <laughs> fireball. This is, I feel like there's going to be a lot of Fireballs in the near future. Or maybe just one big one. Or maybe just oh, one big so one. Yeah. All the fire. Yeah. <laughs> this is going. We might need just one big one. Oh, my gosh. We'll talk about that in the after show. Holy. Yeezer. Yeezer. Everybody, thank you so much for the love and support and everything in between. We appreciate you immensely. Let's go on and and shout out the Patreon supporters. Take it away, future me. First is Ulrich Shield Dust. This blacksmith spent many sleepless nights helping Dilmore get back to working order after catastrophic events burned the city to the ground. Ulrich helped many citizens build their homes and forged many new tools for Dilmore's first responders. He was offered a position at the Red Guard, but turned it down as he is currently mourning over the death of his jazzy friend, Chet. That's sad. Next is Alara Dawnstar, a monk of the Astral Cranes of the Copper Mountains, who just took her first rest day in five years from her workout routine to go help the citizens of Dilmore in any way possible. Citizens were in awe as she hammered in nails with her fists. I heard she made friends with an enthusiastic blacksmith who told them tales of the Bloodshard Bandits. 
Artemis is new to the Sigic College crew. Uh, well, they don't go to the college, rather work security there. But congratulations on the new job. We'll see how long this one lasts as Artemis has been seen, you know, bouncing from job to job. <laughs> I heard they just broke up a fight in the mess hall after a halfling boy made fun of a goblin girl whose parents were lost recently in a card explosion. How tragic. Also new to the Sigic College alumni is Julius Kendrick. Not much is known about this man other than rumors connecting him to dangerous cults and black magic. I don't know why, but I have a bad feeling about this new supporter. Next are Humbrea's heroes. We're going to start with Pascal Elliott, or Charcoal Darts as she's known as in the art community. Pascal took days off from her commission work to paint walls in the streets of Dilmore after hearing about what went down. Her art brought new life to the rebuilt version of the Knots. Children were enthralled by her magical moving paintings, and after a few extra days teaching their youth to paint, Pascal went back home to settle a copyright dispute after someone by the name of Just Inberger used her art without permission to advertise for their improv show. Now it is Man With Glass! Once a legendary glass blower, now infamous Rogue has been locked up for stealing hundreds of artificer's tools in Humbrea. Well, they were locked up before blowing a hole in the wall with a destructive potion that he had slipped by security. If you know where Man With Glass is, please contact the Red Guard with any and all information. Alex Judge Dredd was last seen brawling in the Kambuki fighting pits. He was kicked out, however, after jumping in the ring to beat up a contestant who was fighting dirty. Witnesses report Dredd shouting things like, You have fought your last battle, and How do you like getting sand in your eyes? after pile driving the poor guy into the ground. Yikes. Joshua Weaver was indeed imprisoned after stealing tons and tons of wool north of the border, but was recently released. See, last time I thought it was one or the other, it's actually both. Apparently, after seeing the bag Josh made with all the wool that he stole, Lord Baron was so impressed, he hired Joshua on the spot to work in his labs. I wonder what kind of magical bags he's working on now. But anyways, that's all for this week's supporters. If you'd like to support us on Patreon, that would be patreon.com slash dnd404. There are lots of fun little perks you get, and it really is the best way to help our podcast because it goes to the editing cost, and that's about it. None of it has gone back to us, but that's okay because it helps us do what we love. That's all for today. <laughs>